Yo, 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 it's the Miley Bros Podcast, episode 164. Yes, sir. Stop that. Come on, let's pray. You got the P prayer queued up. All right. Just right there. Come on, let's pray on it. That's that because it's in my in-law downloaded sound. I ain't know if it was that or if it was. What's that future joint? Try it. It start with the prayer. Don't, don't, don't. It come on after uh March Madness. Times get hard, but I know it's still getting. You not a real Shut up. When you in it, when you, you talking about trap niggas? That's what it sounded like you were talking about. You know how you listen to March Madness with Fifty Six Nights, and then the yes, next song uh, has the the next song has the P prayer in the beginning. I'm sorry, y'all. We'll figure it out. But we figure it out. Happy Friday! Uh, welcome to another Mallory Bros podcast. If you're new to the channel, hit the subscribe button. One hundred. Uh, yeah. My name's Terrell. This is Terrence. Weird as fuck. He's saying weird as fuck because we never do that. Never Every do that. Start, shit. Yeah. We just get right to it. You want to um, just talk about what we look like? We never, we don't get into it. In my I opinion, even, you look like. I don't even think what you dress like. You, you look like you're getting ready to try out for a T-ball team. You look or, like. Or men's softball. Okay. You yeah, just I showed up. You know, they said I had to have a hat. I had to have on some athletic wear. <laughs> <laughs> you dressed like a uh, paint sample kit of purple. But you like, I want to <laughs> paint my daughter's room purple. <laughs> and they say, here, take these. <laughs> I knew you was going to say that I look like something like paint or something linen. Because that's something. what it looked like. I don't yeah. know. You look like you're going to a lavender... 50th birthday. Y'all know, did y'all know that this was Balenciaga? Remember when y'all was pissed off about Balenciaga, but then all you pussy niggas went and got it again? I thought that y'all was mad that they was pushing child porn out. They was on that bullshit, and then they stopped. Oh, when did y'all get confirmation that they stopped? Oh, all right. <laughs> but I was crazy. And that's not Balenci that you have on. You just said that so that you could get to that point. You're going to make your point separate. Even if I said this was Balenciaga, it's going to certain niggas that's like, really? Mm-hmm. I, bro, I, fashion has gotten to the point where I am just behind. I'm behind too. Like, I just, it's certain shit that I'm like, that's cool now? Or you know you behind when you see a viral tweet of y'all niggas still wearing what you just went and bought? <laughs> <laughs> you waiting for your shit to come in and you see niggas shitting on in the TL? They nah. not wearing those no more shit. Nah, yeah, they were trying shit on donks. Niggas were trying shit on ones. Man, fuck all of you niggas who shit on donks, ones. We're going to be wearing them shits forever. We was wearing them before you niggas was born. Back when you niggas Facts. was wearing Skechers. Facts. When you niggas was wearing orthopedic. When y'all shoes lit up. Pre- when y'all shoes was lighting up. When y'all shoes lit up, we was wearing them. We was wearing donks. And niggas, don't act like donks just came with the... Some of y'all niggas' first pair of donks was the Black Pandas. I get it, bro. I get it. Mm-hmm. We was wearing donks when I was in like... Ninth grade. Nah, Come on, bro. Six, it was like sixth middle grade. school. It was middle school. Because remember, it was Dunks and it was DC. Remember DC? Yeah, Dunks and DC. Y'all went around school. for them skateboard yeah. shoes. That's 2007. Yeah. So some of you niggas was Goo Goo Gaga back then. You was watching Cocomelon. And we didn't grow up on that bullshit. <laughs> Cocomelon did not, wasn't out back then. Cocomelon is a 2018 phenomenon or a 17 phenomenon. Young, it's actually, I watched it growing up. <laughs> <laughs> But look, happy weekend, happy Friday. It's always great to be back on a Friday. Shout out to y'all. Hopefully everybody's life is going in the way that you want it to. Thanks. You got it's back to school, so we got a lot of little kids. I said little kids. Sorry to disrespect y'all. Well, you know, I didn't mean no, to say that. No, we do got a lot of little we got kids. little kids going back to school. You starting to see the buses. Uh-huh. I pulled behind a bus, I see all these little motherfuckers on it. I said, 
Y'all niggas back in school. Yeah. <laughs> As I go around. But uh, now we were saying, damn, they summer felt like two weeks. Now I feel like an old head. When I'm about to bust, sometimes if I can't go around, I roll my windows and I turn my music up and say, see the youngest listening? No, I'm listening uh, to young boys. Listen to young. <laughs> if I see some young cats up there. Uh-uh, I rolled past a bus the other day and I was like, damn, I wish I was in a Lambo. I have all them niggas be like, damn, oh my God. Right. Oh, I wish y'all was like me when we was young. Or the youngest when we was younger, y'all would reach out the bus and be like, look at you ugly ass nigga. You yeah, we was some bad ass motherfuckers. Remember the bus driver turned the bus around? You're like, oh, Or shit. you going jacking back and forth and all of a sudden, you know the bus slow down. Hey, look, this is funny. Everybody who rode the bus know this. When the bus turn off yeah, and you can hear the bus driver's breath and breathing and you see they height and shit for the first time because they standing up. Let me tell y'all something. We like, oh shit, this motherfucker got us pulled over. Look, we ain't never heard silence like this before. Ever in our life, that, that bus turn off silence is crazy. You see that way. Or you just see your bus getting into the turn lane. You're like, where he going? <laughs> we going back to the school? <laughs> he don't even say shit. We just going back to school. We all back there. Oh, nah, yeah, because somebody threw a marker at his head or some bullshit. Mm-hmm. But how was your week, bro? What you do this week? What you get into? Did you do anything? I had a Chill super week. slow week, y'all. Super slow Dang. week. The only thing that I got popping this week was that new Madden. That new Madden. Yep, Let me tell you something. The Jaguars, shout out to my boy Brett. Uh, the Jaguars, some smoke on that joint. They are. They are. Travis Etienne. It's fucked up because the Jaguars got uh, Calvin Ridley. Nigga smoked me for 80 something uh-huh. yards. Uh, the first game I played with him, I said, What the fuck did he throw that to? Uh-huh. This nigga Ridley burnt, burning niggas. And they gas quarterbacks like Trevor Lawrence. They Trevor gas Lawrence. quarterbacks like. I'm telling you, Trevor, nice on that joint. But that they, was the only team I played uh, online with so far. My Broncos are ass on that joint. My commanders are ass too. I can't play with them. I won't play with them until they update the ratings. Sam Howell's not a 66 quarterback. Terrence, he is like, just like 69. And I will say, if you lost to somebody in that new Madden who's playing with the commanders and they use Sam Howell, they're playing, you're, they're playing with a 66 rated quarterback. You know how much skill you have to have? You got to make that pass, motherfucker. better be perfect. Anyway, um, your week. My week was chill. I had, a, I had another slow week. A lot of DoorDash. A lot of... <laughs> I've been doing a lot of cooking, y'all. Let me say this, Terrell. Uh-huh. For all my people out there, you're looking for that healthy whatever, I'm going to let y'all know what I got. The great tomatoes, right? You know the great tomatoes. Uh-huh. Cut those in fours or twos, however you want. Get you some spinach. Put it in a bowl. Take the great tomatoes. Put it in a bowl. Get you some mozzarella cheese. Sprinkle that on top. Mm-hmm. Get the poppy seed dressing. Make you a salmon, cut the salmon up, put it in there. If you like the, the craisins or croutons or whatever, put that in there. A phenomenal salad that I eat. I had five chicken wings and that salad last night. I'm not playing with the healthy eats. Nah, you all right. I mean, you know what? I'm going I'm to do my, uh, I'm going to show you. I'm going to vlog my stir fry that I make. Oh, okay. I'll yeah. make a crazy stir fry now. Hey, look, and that's news. Terrell, one thing he did get is a new vlog camera. New vlog camera. And yeah. this nigga's back. I'm back. Mm-hmm. Back in this y'all remember when, y'all shit. remember the beginning of that gunner album where it was like smoking the scotty, this shit starting to hit like a crack in it. When I looked at uh, the yeah. first clip, I said, "Oh shit!" Yeah, he's y'all up. think I'm back because let me tell y'all something. I was this is the story behind the vlog shit. I was doing vlogs. I had like six, seven vlogs go up. People was loving it, and then Terrence came with his brand new camera, and that quality was crazy. I started vlogging with my phone again, and I was like, "Fuck that." Yeah, bl- I'm not going up with this blurry ass footage. I said I'm about to step. I'm about to step on niggas and come back. And what's funny is y'all. He had mad vlog footage. He had a lot of footage that he ended up having to just dump because my sister felt the same way too. My I don't know. They just felt like oh wow, I need my quality to be on that level. For anybody who's vlogging, 
it really ain't about what you're shooting with. It's really about how you shoot. And that's what I'm learning. Okay, you got a mm -hmm. nice camera, nigga, but what are you even talking about? Delete, you know? No, that's a fact. And I'll tell you this. I did say, look, I did six humble vlogs with a phone. I did that. Okay, yeah. But it does get to a point where you got to level up at a certain level. Oh, yeah. It yeah. don't matter what you're shooting with to get started. But at some point. Yeah. And look, we talked about back to school a little bit. The first thing I want to do is just to get it out the way. Um, oh, yeah. Shout out to all of the kids that are going to college for the first time. Believe it or not, our podcast age range is between 18 and 24. So for the 18-year-olds, the youngest that might have caught on to this that's going to college, I want to give a big shout out to y'all. Shout out to Maya Clips. She's the reason oh, yeah, why we're doing is. this. But uh, everybody's starting their college journey. It's different for you now than it is for us when we went to school. So Hell yeah. I can't give you the exact same advice that I would have gave myself going to school. What I would tell y'all is I think now more than ever, you have to be very purposeful with where, why you're going. Because there's so much shit you can learn outside of college. Your professors are super important. Your campus, Network. wherever you're learning, yeah. Mm -hmm. That is so important. It ain't just about getting your books, doing your homework. Some of y'all had straight A's doing that. But for your career, my only advice to the college kids was do not go in there thinking that you're continuing school, especially if you're going straight out of high school. I went straight out of high school, and I was still in a high school mode where when you're in high school, you're waiting for somebody to give you a schedule. You're waiting for somebody to tell you where to go. Waiting for somebody to tell yep. you what's next. And at this part of your life, you are picking what's, what's next. And you don't want to be walked into a major or a career path that you didn't really want. You had somebody walk you there. And now you're either in debt or you got a degree in something that you don't even want to use. Trust me, there's so many people that have communications degrees, degrees and stuff. But now they're out here wanting to be something else. There's no shade to those mm -hmm. people, but I'm sure they would tell you, just like me, be purposeful for why you're even going. Go ahead, Ray. Now, yeah, I would say I knew before I left campus that I, we went to school for film, mm -hmm. right? Art, art mate, shout out to all the art majors out there. We disrespected in the most worst ways, um, especially by old motherfuckers. Um, I knew when, two months before I left campus, I knew I wasn't going to be on a film set for at least two years. Yeah. It was just something I knew. I just knew I was going to have to go back home. I didn't have the money to go to L.A. or relocate to Atlanta. I just didn't have it. So I had to kind of start thinking about that. And that's why this, kind of, this conversation kind of transcends even college. Because the networking piece is mm -hmm. something that even in my professional career, what took me the furthest was relationships. It don't matter. I, I always tell people this. It does not matter what you know, and it doesn't matter who you know. It matters who knows you. Mm -hmm. When they say, "Oh, we need a guy that could do graphic design," if you, would, if I'm in the, if if, if, I, if somebody's in that room that can say, "I know this guy that actually can do that," that's going to take you further than anything. In my professional career, I would have never gotten as far as I did, even in my retail professional career, even doing this, without relationships. Like we. Network as much as possible. That's why I, that is like the biggest thing. I don't really have much for like the school tip. Yeah, but network definitely network. And when he, and when they say network, sometimes network is a word that to me is like very general. It's very wide. When when we say network, 
if they say that, you know, hey, y'all, everybody who's working in this group together, let's exchange numbers. Get those numbers. Save those numbers. Study the people that's around you that have strengths that you don't have. Where if you are in an art school and then this dude is good with graphic design, but your thing is coding or your thing is whatever, make sure you make allies with these people Hell yeah. who have these strengths. That's one thing that I really realized that I didn't do when I was in college. If I know this bro was good in, with cameras, for some reason I saw him as competition. Mm-hmm. And that's just a natural thing, but for real, for real, I should have said, you know what? When I want to get some work done, I need to be cool with him. I can have a camera guy to call. Yeah. You want to be the open book. Fuck the people that's going to sit there and say, oh, this motherfucker trying to be buddy-buddy. That person won't make it. Nowhere. Right. Trying to be cool. College is not the place to be cool. College is your place to, to start over. You know how many niggas go to college and get in fraternities and, and become a frat boy? You know who they was in high school? It was not that dude. But some of them. Some of them. I'm not shitting on them. I'm just saying it's your opportunity to start over. So start over the right way, you know? Some of y'all are going to college for the ass, for the booty, for the, for the you watch school days and you think that that's college. It's not. You know? T, what about the people that's going back? Back to, back to college? Mm-hmm. Well, they already know the grind. They ain't going to listen to this. They said, fuck it. I'm, I just finished my homework. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, no bullshit. That's why we ain't want to be too long with it. But look, for the people going back to school, I'm happy for you. Mm-hmm. It's a great thing. I mean, I feel like we wouldn't be who we was if we didn't go to school. Fuck 100%. the money part of it. Remember that the first class we ever took was that behavioral science. Remember they said, everybody in the class taking number one through 13. It was like at least 150 of us in it. Mm-hmm. One through thirteen, they went all the way up and down. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. You know how to do that everybody pick. Yeah. And then all the ones. If you all the ones, go over here, all the twos. They forced us to like socialize and network early. Mm-hmm. Get everybody's phone number, get everybody's email, put yourself in a group chat. That was early in them early iPhone days too. And look, we was in Florida in film school where we was coming from Maryland, but you got people coming from Knoxville, Tennessee. You got mm-hmm. people coming from fucking L.A., Memphis, Washington. Texas. Yep. So when we mingle with these people, you and it could be you and this cowboy dude, or you get with this dude and it's this hood ass nigga from Atlanta, or you get with this dude and it's this preppy dude from L.A. Yep. So that's kind of why you couldn't really, we didn't have our lingo down there. It was just about work. Uh-huh. Yeah. But that's why when we came back, though, like... Yeah, I can mingle with anybody. I, I would argue that that's one of the reasons why this podcast is successful. I would say that. I so many that. people can relate because it's real easy to... Yeah, me and Terrell had that, 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 that thick DMV accent that we had before we left. Yeah, yikes. Not shitting on it. Not shitting on it. But yeah. I fucking hate having to give a disclaimer of everything because motherfuckers getting their feelings. They don't know how to take shit for what it really is. Because, but, you know, people start feeling, feeling away. That's what I started realizing. Nah, for real. <laughs> Well, Terrell had a tweet go viral this week. My man getting ready to run the mems up. Elon! 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 Talk to me nice. <laughs> but nah, um, I, 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 at this point, everybody's already seen, like, Kiki this Palmer. This nigga try to, when people say they viral, at this point, y'all probably seen that. No, I was, I'm not even talking about my tweet. I'm not talking about my tweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay, yeah, okay. That would be insane. Yeah. You know how people do that, though. Nah, yeah, they do. Kiki Palmer, uh... Linked up with Usher for the Boyfriend video. So basically, Usher has a new song called Boyfriend. It's actually a dope track. I ain't gonna lie. Are you kidding me? That joint is actually fire. Terrence, take away the, the Kiki part of it. The song is I. I said, I heard that your boyfriend's looking for me. Usher. That is cool. I hate to be the age person. That is cool. But Usher, 
you're too smooth, too great of a dude to even be talking about boyfriends looking for you. It's just corny. I'm nah, sorry. Yeah, None of it was cool. I don't, I don't see why he's making Usher, it. you're now a part of the corniness. Because do you got a new album coming out, Usher? Is this a push-out single for the he, album? He does have an album coming. He just did the good, good drink with 21 Savage and Summer Walker, which was trash. This joint. <laughs> I don't think... Usher's best years are behind him. That's why he's doing a fucking tour sure. of all his best shit. Yeah. But he, it's not... Good. It was, it was kind of corny. It would be a better song for like a... What's my man from Grownish? Trevor... It definitely sounds like it would be playing on Grownish when... Yeah, Holly Simmons, Shahid yeah. or whatever that girl's name is, she doing her work. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> nah, for real. But uh, long story less long. Basically, Kiki Palmer doubled down on the whole, you know, shit with triple down. This is the this is the quadruple this is like down. The quadruple down. And I had a tweet that went viral because I was talking about how she, you know, you had the situation where you were showing ass. I don't give a fuck what the ladies say. You was popping ass for Usher. And then your man got mad and he tweeted about your, you being a mom. And then they, and then that made him a villain. All the men came out and said, we get what bruh said on the TL, right? We could play the semantics, but he said, we, we get what he said on the TL. But that shit was disrespectful. So we, that's where we kind of split off. Now she goes and gets with the nigga that she disrespected you with and does a video well, this nigga's talking about, I heard your boyfriend looking for me. So now you dancing to this nigga saying that. To me, that's just the ultimate shit that would piss me off. And it, it, like, if she's doing that to piss him off, it is a great thing because it would work. That shit not would yet. piss me. If that was my, like, Your my baby mother, too. Yeah, that's right. your baby mom's. Right. That's yeah. what people forget. They, they child not even six months yet. And you wilding like this? She's going outside, and I... Let me just say this before you start, Terrence. I'm not even going to start. Go ahead. Let me just say this before you start. I realized something about the Kiki Palmer situation. We won't agree as men and women about the disrespect initially. A lot of women don't see what Kiki did at the concert as disrespectful. And that's a lot of times where the conversation changed. Yeah. And that's why I'm like, arguing with my girl and I'm like, you know what? Like, she get it. She, I get how that looks disrespectful. But at the same time, Y'all, the women are going to value that tweet as more disrespectful than what she did at the concert. And that's why none of us will ever agree with this whole situation. And that's what I realized. I'm like, there's no point in us really arguing anymore because we just think different. Men saw what she did at the concert and made it a thing, which is why he responded. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Y'all are not going to like me. I'm just going to say that. But... Big dog status bill cutter. I ball at a small with my brothers. Goyard bag tote the cutter. I got it out the field. Fuck Russell. Why? Future was corny. Why? Why? Because why is he still talking about? Wow, get over it. Why is he still worried about? When Future is being petty, he's corny. He's whatever. Why is he still bringing it up? Kiki Palmer has went on stage acting like she's a performer, talking about, I don't need a she nigga, a I need a bag. She put out t-shirts. You feel mm -hmm. me? The I'm a mother joint. I am a mother t-shirts. Feel me? All the little tweets that Kiki Palmer be, be tweeting. Now, I have to mute Kiki Palmer because I'm sick of seeing her, her witty tweets or whatever, right? 
Now this, at what point, ladies, do you say, and some of you have, so I will give a lot of you your credit, because my girl can't say shit. Sorry. <laughs> She's struggling, and I'm looking at her face. It's like, just say it. She's corny, right? This is corny. Ladies, my thing is this. Fuck what the men say. Fuck what we say. Y'all not going to fuck with us. When you lay your head down at night. When you lay your head on that <laughs> pillow at night. Yeah. <laughs> When you lay your head down at night, or when you get with your friends, or I told Terrell, or ladies, imagine that was your bestie. Fuck all of the bullshit that the men saying. You can admit that the shit is corny. Fuck what we say. You can admit, okay, all right, Kiki, live your life. Mm. Y'all told us, oh, you know, he's with Kiki Palmer. You know, he's with the Kiki Palmer. What the fuck? You didn't know who you was with. If he's with such great, grandiose star of Kiki Palmer, why is she going on a fuck my ex tour? No, Let's keep little, it a hundo. It's definitely a it's, it's embarrassing. At this point, ladies, you have to keep it real with not us, not men. You don't have to get on your TL and say it, but let's keep it real with yourself for once. None of you who are defending Kiki would do what Kiki is doing. Because you wouldn't make yourself, you wouldn't want yourself to look like that. The same way none of y'all who defended Kiki for being with Usher with her, with her ass out and, and, and getting all up on him, all of y'all was like, well, I wouldn't do that if, it was, if I had a man, but... And then we saw after that, how did the women act? All of the celebrity women tucked up under their man when Usher came around that corner. Right. Why y'all didn't just... Why y'all agreed if, if, so if everybody much. agreed, why y'all didn't just pop ass like, like Kiki did? Because you saw men had an issue with it. They just they get to the point where we just be arguing just to argue. And, then, and this is what I was going to say. Um, damn, what was I going to say? You go ahead. Because I, I done lost my damn point. All I'm going to say, ladies, is Kiki Palmer, and this is just me just saying whatever, she been corny. Kiki Palmer has been corny. I love Kiki. I've said I love this. Kiki for a long go time. Go look at our Jean Jacket episode right after we saw Nope. You can see it on my face. I couldn't even enjoy the movie for real, for real, because Kiki Palmer's so fucking irritating and annoying, trying to be funny. Everything's a joke. Everything she's trying to be funny. I get <laughs> it. Such a <laughs> I don't think she's funny. I've always felt like she's like that corny girl. Me and Terrell had this corny ass girl we used to go to school with say that me and Terrell was corny in high school. First off, and that's those are the type of women that remind me of Kiki Palmer. Like, are you kidding me? Did you see the did you see the boyfriend video? You yeah. see Kiki Palmer and the two girls she was with? Bro, I'm sorry, like, ladies, I know y'all get y'all shit off. But as fellas, we don't give a fuck how much money you have or, or what you do. It's are you, who are you type shit. And look, it ain't about your career. It's just like you as a woman. We don't give a fuck. Like, people are saying, wow, he really fumbled the bag and lost Kiki. I'm letting y'all know right now. Y'all gonna say I'm gap, I'm capping. If I had the opportunity to talk to Kiki Palmer and I was single, I wouldn't. You wouldn't. I wouldn't. But see, you don't like her. And it's because she's corny. And look at this shit right here, y'all. Now y'all can't say that I'm tripping. Look at your girl. Really? And not only is she being cute in the video, or not is she just being cute, she's dancing? If you're talking about the breakdance joint? She's dancing with an Usher-inspired outfit with shades on. None of y'all would do that. And you know it. <laughs> you might have been in the video, but none of y'all are. 
Dancing? <laughs> Get your corny ass out of here, man. And look, I'm going to be tripping off that I lost that. And y'all think, bro, really hurt? Nah, Tess, hold on, wait. Let me just say this because that's what I wanted to say. It is, he probably is, y'all like hurt by that. Because he still did love that girl because y'all just had a baby. I don't care what nobody say. Love don't fade that fast. Y'all, The baby not even six months yet. You just posted your pregnancy dump. This is obviously some shit that is kind of fresh. This, like, this feels like a clean break. And this is what I will say. That was the only thing that made me not like it. Is that you done lost your family type shit. Not lost. Not saying that you fumbled. I'm not blaming her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, he made that tweet because of what you did. In the response to what you did. So this, all, this shit all started with you at the concert. People don't like to hear that, but that's just a fact. Yeah. But you know what? That's where we disagree with, with the disrespect. Because the ladies will say, no, he made that tweet, and that's what started it. What's crazy is, like, the people that are still bringing up the tweet for what? It's I over had a, with. No, Terrence. I had a lady, I had a girl uh, earlier say, he got on the internet unprovoked and said X, Y, Z. And she got, like, 50,000 retweets. And I'm like, unprovoked is such a choice word for how y'all describe this man tweeting. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he just was chilling and just said, you know what, let me just fuck this whole shit up. Like, it wasn't, she wasn't already trending before. That's why. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And that's why I think it was some shit in the water before, because you low-key doobie at your last whatever. You come out and say some shit like that. You know? Y'all don't know, y'all don't know that hurt. Y'all know that hurt. When you embarrass like that, and it's thousands of niggas talking to you, you're going to act out of character. It won't be, it wouldn't be no, it wouldn't be no misunderstandings if the roles were reversed. It wouldn't be no misunderstandings. If y'all saw a girl tripping because her man was dancing all up on some celebrity or whatever, it could be any celebrity. Y'all can act like, oh, if it's Meg, I would have been mad if he didn't because that's Meg. Y'all love to just say shit. Y'all just love to say shit. If it was your man, you'd have been tripping. You'd have felt away, and imagine that nigga doing going on a petty tour. Future has gone on a petty tour. None of y'all know anything. Y'all think he's petty for continuing to talk about it, but Kiki ain't petty because oh well, this shouldn't have happened. He shouldn't have said anything. So now she just gets free reign to take her career and just shit on him the rest of the year, I guess. Oh, this is what I call being messy. You even got some of y'all that tried to say it was a publicity stunt. I'm starting to think it was a publicity stunt. This whole thing. Because, yeah, I think I still seen them together. Y'all just, you're making yourself look worse. If it's a publicity stunt, then why do we hear all of the shit about he knows who he's with? He knows who he's with. He's with Kiki Palmer. Would Kiki Palmer need a publicity stunt? She was just in one of the biggest movies of the year with Nope last year. She needs a publicity stunt? No, they're saying it was Usher that did it for his album rollout. All right, but Terrence, I don't want to stay on this long. We done, blew, we done did a whole episode about Kiki. I'm going to just say. I saw the video. Usher's glasses, clean. Usher put the leather, leather on. He was clean. He was clean. That nigga's like the boogeyman, bro. He is. Like, I would hate, if I was that nigga, I would hate that. I would, I would hate that nigga like I hate Patrick Mahomes. I told, like, I would, I would, be, I would be hot. If I, I'm not going to lie, bro. That was a successful job right there. You got my... Basically, my girl, still, I still, he's still looking at her like, that's his girl. Y'all just had the baby. You still got to talk about her. You keep saying stuff about him, but you don't know, bro. He could have been, like, why do you think he tweeted that? Maybe, maybe, maybe right. I, I do think they broken up. But mentally, 
And ain't no way you let go of that yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because you had a baby with her. You got her in the video. And then she looks so stupid. You know how your girl, fellas, you know how your girl leave you and then she go get with some, some nigga, right? And it's like, fuck that nigga. You know she's with this nigga just because, okay, whatever, you you whatever. Like, and she do deliberate shit. Like, she want to post the nigga's hands and she want to post the nigga, right? <laughs> you sound like you've been through this. <laughs> I have. Real niggas have been through this. Look, she pressed to post this nigga. She never posted you, right? She pressed to post this nigga, post the, the cups and shit that they drinking and shit. I see the games you play, but you look stupid as fuck. Because guess what? Kiki, let's keep it a hundo. Y'all don't want me to really get off on how I felt. All I'm going to say is it's X behavior. I get it. It's typical X behavior. Y'all see Kim K at the Drake concert? Nah, yeah, I seen that. X behavior. Okay. Okay, nah, that, I get it. Nah, honestly, that, that to me was different. That to me is like. If I'm Kanye, I'm going to be like, do you know that this nigga threatened to come to our house, prep down the block, make a right? You ain't see the tweet <laughs> where they talked about where Kim K was like, you threatened my husband or our kids again. But now you up at the nigga's concert. And she was clutching the pearls looking at that nigga walk up the steps. She would look very interested. She was waiting for the nigga to come up the steps. Ah, that's just... Ending like, this situation nasty. all by saying this, y'all. You have to keep it real of yourself at some point, Ladies. It's cool to say that both of them are corny. The dude was corny for tweeting what he tweeted a month ago. And Kiki is corny as fuck for going on a, putting out t-shirts. How many of y'all bought them t-shirts? Right. The dance. How many of y'all learned to dance? Right. How many of y'all give a fuck about this song for real? Oh, she's being messy. <laughs> and now you're going back to listening to Pound Town. <laughs> like, get the fuck out of here. And then she's in a video with that fucking blue in her hair. What is this, 2000 and... Seven? She, what the she fuck? Look, she, she looked Corny nice. Corny as fuck. No, she did look nice. She did look nice in the video. Keep it up. Fellas, you know when your girl come home with you know when your girl come home, fellas, with the blue in her hair. Oh Christ! Terrence, don't don't do that. Oh, your girl podcast. come home with the Terrence, Terrence, don't. the green. Oh, you wanted to I'm do something you. different, huh? <laughs> she walking around looking like a fucking cosplay for the next month and a half. I'm let you rock. Is that fucked up? Terrence, yes. Niggas got on podcasts and said they didn't like braids and got killed for years. I don't want to join Braids? Braids is a classic, classic Terrence, thing. Ladies. Terrence, no, hold on, wait. Ladies. The nigga came home, or the nigga got on Twitter and said, when your girl said she get her hair done and she come back with braids, and he got killed. We all knew what he meant, but he got killed for it, bro. I'm, am I going to get killed for saying that blue in your hair is like, oh, damn, that felt like some throwback shit. I felt like I'm looking at the inside page of Jet Magazine. You, you know get ready to have oh, no, You like you get ready to pull out some gimp and make a... Uh... Yeah, what are you, Lord? What, what, are we, what are we looking at? But you know what? I'm not shitting on appearance. I'm just saying, yo, corny is corny, whatever. Let's move past this, bro. Back. We haven't talked about Kiki enough on this pod. Back. Only thing... Oh, you know I what? hope y'all keep it 100 with Shawty. Mm-hmm. And then, like I said in the tweet, fellas, we be saying shit, and then it'll just slowly show itself. That's the biggest thing. You'll be like, you like that nigga, or you wanted to fuck that nigga. Then slowly, you'll see. And, then- and ladies, please don't respond to this talking shit about Kiki if you're not spinning a song, if you didn't buy a t-shirt, if you're not behind all of it. Because otherwise, you're just yapping. If you wouldn't do what Kiki is you doing yapping. right now, you're yip-yapping. But what are you doing? Yip-yapping. What we do you mean, yapping? what am I doing? I'm, I'm talking about the video that just came out. Yip-yapping. 
Imagine if bruh put a video that was like, fuck my baby moms. She wants to be with a singer, but watch me. Y'all would be like, wow, corny. Wow, lame. Lame, lame, lame. Really? Really? This is what he's doing? Come on. It's the same thing. Two things can be true, y'all. They both can be on some bullshit. Speaking of bullshit, you want to talk about the Michael Orr situation. That is the, this is the most blind. The movie being called Blindside <laughs> was one of the biggest sneak dishes of all time when you really think about it. We really, we yanking this nigga. Pause. Nah, no bullshit. But for real, like the 100%. movie being called Blindside makes this whole thing nuts. Go ahead, Terry. Tell him what happened. Lou Ann Tui and her family basically didn't adopt Michael Orr. If you don't know who Michael Orr is, Michael Orr. Uh, ended up being a dope tackle for the Ravens. Did he win a Super Bowl? Super Bowl winner. Super but I think he won with the Patriots or somebody well, else. He won with somebody else. He got a ring. Nah, he won with uh, Joe Flacco and them. He did win yeah. that Flacco year when they beat us because Raheem Moore, stupid ass, fell. And they let Ray Lewis. I would never forget Ray Lewis acting like they did some miraculous shit. Y'all beat us because of Raheem Moore made a stupid ass play. There's no reason niggas should have been over the end zone. Anyway, uh, I'm actually rooting for the Ravens this year. So Ravens fans chill because I'm actually behind y'all, behind Lamar. Uh, but. Basically, the nigga that, for people that don't know this story, or it's a lot of people that haven't seen The Blind Side. Yeah. Um, a tackle that played for the Ravens. His mom, or his, his, his biological parents, he didn't have them. Like Luann Tui, this white lady, found him on the street and said, you're going to come home with me. You're, you're coming with me tonight. Brought him home. To go watch the movie. The movie details that part very well. But they brought him home, said, this is going to be your room type shit. And then they basically, what we thought adopted him, paid for his private education, got him into Mississippi, which is the school that they love, they alma mater. Mm-hmm. And then he Ole ended, Miss. Ole Miss. And then he ended up going to the league. But bruh just came out and said that he feels like they took advantage of him for what he could do because he didn't get adopted. He was put into a conservatorship where they get rights to, I need to look at, I got to look at the list. But they've made millions of dollars off of this man that's going to go to their children, their biological children. That's the biggest thing that come out of this story. The money that they stole from him, it's not like, oh, you owe me $10 million right now because you stole money from me. It's like, based on the money that we've accumulated from your conservatorship, that's going to be left to our children, not you, but our blood children. Yeah. That is some wild ass shit. And this is why I never like white people adopting black babies. I don't know why. I don't think everybody has malice in their heart. But when you hear stories like this, I always look at Angelina Jolie like, why you can't just go up the street and adopt a child? You know what I'm saying? I feel you. Also, I'm on a, I want the point where I'm like, okay, y'all adopted this dude when he was at a real young, tender age, but then he grew up, got his own money. He the, he, he probably started learning he was the reason behind the money. Mm-hmm. I'm the reason why. You know how people get older and they start whatever, you know? It ain't no discipline behind of what they did for him, I don't think. Maybe. Well, I'm not... If he was adopted by somebody who was a little bit more stern. Not saying that she wasn't because I wasn't in there, but I'm just assuming if they gave him this golden life, you know how they... You know how it is. You know, you get money and then you start disrespecting the fam. Remember, we knew that dude. He had all that money. He played with us. We met his dad. Played with the uh, with the Redskins. But his dad ended up saying he was a loose cannon, remember? 
He's a loose yes, cannon. Yes, he's going, yes. he's going off on everybody because he know he got the money. I wouldn't be surprised if Michael Orr was like, "Yo, I'm the reason that y'all got this money." And then they probably said, "Oh, bet we hitting you with the okie doke." You think when they signed in papers, they would they put his name on the list to get money back? You know, Terrence. But hold on, they wait, probably because... wanted to control all of it, right? And they did. This is the thing. He thought he was adopted, and he found out. I don't know how he found. I don't remember. I gotta look at it. He found out that it was not adoption. It was like conservatorship, which means um, this is. It's almost like me claiming you on my... It's almost like you found out I've been claiming you on my taxes type shit. Yeah, but you didn't legally. But like I thought y'all was just taking care of me type shit. But you getting money from this? Right. And where's that money going? Oh, it's going to your children. That is fucked up. The money he earned goes to their children, not him. And this is what people were saying. People were saying like, oh, Michael Orr probably is just hurting for cash. Or them people, if it wasn't for them people taking him in, he would have never made it to the league. And there's some truth to that. Yeah. But I think this is the bigger conversation that we talk about when we talk about like legacy and generational wealth. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because they want you to get millions right now and then you piss away your millions and we don't got to worry about you. They don't want you to go and buy a bunch of land and buy a bunch of assets that's going to appreciate that you could give to your kids. You know what I'm saying? They want you to take, they want you to do what P and what's the name? And Coach P and uh, what's the name did with, um, Quality control and just sell it. Yeah. Take a big lump sum of money and then give us this big fucking factory of wealth that we can, you know what I'm saying, employ our families with. Yeah. So that's why I look at it different because, okay, yeah, he made a couple million, he made some millions in the league. But now when you look back, if this, if it, if this situation is affecting what he can hand down to his children, then it's fucked up. Yeah, especially when you're the breadwinner, when you're the person that is the reason for all of it. Say what y'all want about getting somebody to the league. I don't give a fuck if you ran miles with this little boy, you took him to every practice. That doesn't entitle you to even half of the millions that he make when he get in the league. It's his talent. It's his life. And it's his decision you know? on whether he should give it to you or not. Right. And you can't throw your choice to help me in my face. Like, because I didn't ask you to help me. You don't reach your hand out and then put that all in my face the rest of my life. Like, people will help you, and then you'll realize, oh, you was just helping me for this part. And that's what it looks like. Yeah. It looked like, damn, did y'all just take me in because you saw I was a big dude and you love Ole Miss? And coincidentally, I'm playing tackle and I'm going to Ole Miss. Like, that shit is not a coincidence. And it's he not. knows that. And that what y'all going to say he lying? He lived it. We know and We watched the damn movie. Bro, there's a part in the movie where the lady was like, you don't think that they stealing your money? You don't think that they doing this to you? You don't think they trying to play you? And he was sitting in his, he was, they, they make this nigga look like the biggest, like, it is the worst, it's like the whole white savior, troublesome black dude saved by a white person. You know what I'm saying? Like the, it's the classic white savior trope that that movie is. But they say what actually happens in that film. Let me let me ask you this. Do you think a caterpillar knows what he looks like when you think a caterpillar knows what he's going to look like when he gets out the the cocoon? Or do you think he just get in and then has to figure it out? Cuz the analogy I was going to use is like you got to be careful of people who didn't fuck with you before you got in the cocoon. Cuz there'll be people who speaking to you after you got in that cuz they know oh, it's going to be a butterfly. This this, this the, the potential Coming out of this, we already seen, mm -hmm. so we know. So they say they believe in you. 
oh, I believe in you because they already see you in a cocoon. In a cocoon. Those are the people that'll that'll be like looking for something on the back end. Like remember, we had a, I had an old teacher of mine try to invest in me. Let me give y'all some money because I want to invest in y'all. And I'm like, the fuck is the purpose of this? You know? When then later I realized, oh, you're investing to get something back in hopes that I become something. That obviously mm -hmm. I ain't shit yet. But it's like, it, it's just weird that, oh, you want it. Oh, like, y'all are these big old Miss football fans. And you wanted to take this dude in to your family and then all of a sudden, he's playing for Ole Miss. He's a great linebacker. You probably saw him in a cocoon. You, oh, he's look at that guy. Look at that big fucker. He's fucking tall as fuck. He could play football mm -hmm. for Ole Miss. A great story. It's like finding, you know what I'm saying? You found the Iron Giant, and you put him in a great school, put him in a great system, and got him to the NFL. But do they give a fuck about him for real, or did they give a fuck about what opportunity he could bring to their family? They give a fuck about you like you give a fuck about your dog. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it, that's it like could a, be. I hate to I hate to use that analogy, but they used to say like they'll treat you like a dog. Yeah. It'll show you the most love. It's great, but you still have to shit outside and you can't sit at the table. You're not the same as you family. Like I was I would do anything for you. Mm -hmm. But when it come down to it, you not them. And what does support look like with Michael Orr trying to reconnect with some of his real family members? What does it look like Michael Orr trying to get back to his roots? That's what I always think about the black kid that'll get adopted by mm -hmm. like a white person or any other race family. It's like when you get back to your roots, is there support in that? Like, and you trying to find and you trying to not even go back or ditch, but you know, you might be trying to reconnect dots. That's why I said. Once Michael Orr probably got out the cocoon and seen what type of duty was, oh, I'm built for this. Like, this was supposed to happen. Like, I was, I'm the one that was able to make this shit happen. You do start feeling yourself different. And you'll challenge everybody's intention. I'm sure he challenged their intention towards certain points like, yo, is this all just because yeah. I had athletic ability and, like, was, it, was, it, was I y'all meal ticket? Come on. At a certain point... Michael Orr still got to have all those white people probably come over for Thanksgiving and whatever. And you start, you know how you start hearing it and seeing it. Like, yeah, like, he probably felt like King Kong. He probably, yeah, he probably felt like yeah. an outsider. 100%. Like, where's well, that big guy? Where is he at? And those, you're like, look I'm at all these motherfuckers, man. All of those movies are the same. King Kong and Blindside, the same. Same movie. Yeah. If you really look at it, Y'all want me to get in my conspiracy bag about King Kong and what that movie symbolizes. Oh, yeah. 100% for sure. 100%. A lot of y'all niggas is King Kong out here today. <laughs> I'm sick. Dead ass. That's a fact. Um, that's, that's, it's, just, it's funny that we say that because I know it's going to be three niggas that hit me on Twitter and say, bro, DM me real quick about the King Kong thing. Uh, I just know it. Um, but you know what? Moving along, I'm honestly, prayers for Michael Or I hope he gets everything that he wants. Yeah, and um, I know, you know, we don't have everything. We don't know everything. So everything that we're saying is assumptions. We assume the worst sometimes because, y'all, we have seen the worst. Yeah, 100%. For 400 years. I don't put it past these. I don't put it past people to do anything. That's what people say. Do y'all really think he, they would do that? Do y'all know what these people have done? That's what I'm saying. You mean, oh, well, do you really think that do they would take, you a, even take advantage of yeah. a black body? Do y'all know what we come from? Do you know you weren't even considered human, fool? Anyway, I was just watching that anatomy of or the 
but something of a slave. Did you see that clip going around where the lady was talking about working in the, in the field? I didn't watch it. I loved it. I'm a, uh, you, I okay. loved it. I want to watch the whole thing because I want to know what they're saying. It. Since you watched it, I'm going to go back and watch. She was talking. They both picked cotton for 20 years. And she talked about her morning. She said, I wake up at crack of dawn. I wake up at 4 o'clock. And then she talked about how soon as the sun hit, I get outside. And I start That's crazy. picking cotton. And she said, like, sometimes NASA would come out and see you just started, but then say, oh, you ain't been doing shit. And she said, oh, I just got out here. She said, no, sometimes it didn't matter. Like, the hostile environments that we really came from. And then watching that lady, I said, damn, low-key, I could probably see descendants of this lady today. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I've seen this lady somewhere before. Yeah. No way she's still walking around like this because whatever. But, like, I'm like, yo, we are so not far from that. Not for 100%. The fact that she can even still do interviews, you know what I'm saying? Which was, it was probably some years ago that she did it, but not that far. Not and that's far. why we take the shit so serious because where we are today, where the world copy us, coming from that, mm-hmm. it's crazy, bro. It's insane. It is. Let me, let me piss real quick. All right. All right. I did want to talk about ESTG. I don't know if y'all seen what ESTG did. He did an interview with, uh, I forget the guy's name. No, his name is Kevin. White dude. Uh, not no look Kev or something Kev. Yeah, I know he did an interview and he walked out of it. Um, and initially, I was talking to people on the TL about it, and I feel like this is why rap is dying. But ESTG goes up there. ESTG is a hip hop artist from Memphis. Um, he goes up there and they're sitting and they're talking, and I guess Kev was asking him questions that were kind of off base. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, he asked him something about some porn star niggas or something like that. I don't know. And then he asked him about um, the point where he walked out was he was like, you used to play football, like, back in the day. You yeah. got a highlight tape or something like that out there. And ESTG didn't want to talk about that, I guess. Like, he was like, what does that have to do with music, whatever. I, and ESTG ends up getting up and walking out of an interview. And it just didn't go well for you because now everybody online was like, you, you kind of got more smoke online for walking out. And I, what I was telling people, and this is why I feel like hip-hop is dying. The days of the go-buy-my-album interviews are over. We didn't talk about the Bobby Altoff chick. But if you look at what people, how people are doing it, like Offset has an album coming out. He just sat down with her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They got an interview and come out. It's probably going to be funny and kind of quirky and awkward. Drake got an album coming out. He sat down with her. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It makes sense. Like, the, the way people promote things are a little bit different. Kyle just signed with Kick. I mean, just got on Kick for real. I mean, sorry, just, he's the biggest streamer. But he goes and does the Yachty interview. Okay. And it's, like, weird. Sexy Red did the Yachty interview where it's weird. Kyle did a Yachty joint? Yeah. Oh, well, all right, bet. Um, but that weird. So Yachty's doing interviews now? Yes. Okay. He has a podcast. Yeah. Where? New Oprah's. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, but that's the new style of promotion. I honestly thought, you sitting down with Kev, first of all, do you even know what, that's why I said his team took an L, do you even know what this platform is about? That's like you go do a Nardwar interview and you're, you're weirded out by the fact that he knows a bunch of shit about you. Do you not watch or understand the platform that you're sitting down at? So that's to me an L on his team's behalf. Secondly, ESTG, you're not really much to, you know, I'm saying like, there's not really much to you. We know you rap about street shit. You're sitting down. This nigga's asking you, like, questions that are kind of weird. That would have been a dope moment for you to show some charisma and, like, bounce off. You got a highlight tape out there. So what? Yeah, I used to play football when I was young. Like, you can gain fans here. 
Yeah. This audience is looking for you to answer those weird questions. They're looking for you to, to see how you're going to respond to KS questions. Yeah. You walk out, and then he gets on IG and says, this nigga was asking me about all this bullshit when I got an album coming out. They literally posted a clip of ESTG where the dude said, man, you got a lot of music coming out. What you think? And he's just like, yeah. All right, nigga, so you really don't want to talk. Why are you up here? That's why you niggas are not likable. And this is why niggas can't sell out. To- like, you can sell an album, and then you feel like you want to go on tour, and you got to stick to doing, like, highline ballrooms in small locations because you're really not likable. I don't want to come and see you. You're not a nice guy. Yeah. And, and you'll notice, I'm sorry, you'll notice some of the bigger artists are the ones that are the most socially... You know what I'm saying? Transcend it. Yeah, they can transcend. They can transcend races, countries. 100%. People out in, out in other countries can fuck with me because at the end of the day, it is about you being a dope human being. Yeah. Think we about, don't fuck with J. Cole only because of music. We fuck with J. Cole because outside the music, we say, oh, yo, he's a dope human he's being. He's a dope guy. Yeah. He's, he'll show vulnerability. Look at people like, of course, you have Drake, which is probably the highest level of it. But look at like Drewski. The reason why Drewski works is because the... That Kyle Roger shit he was doing, the white boy shit. Yeah. Plus the like, he has too many audiences he could tap into. And let's just keep it music. Like, look at street artists. Like, who's a street artist that I felt like is a good interview? I would say even. Let's go look at I'm Dirk. I didn't Dirk do an interview with uh. Ah. I've seen a couple of Dirk interviews. Dirk I've, is I and I've seen. I think I watched the Dirk Nardwar interview. Right. Dirk is cool. Dirk and, and look, Dirk and Baby are only reason why I use it. them two is because they have every reason to say fuck this shit. Just talk about my music, but you'll see. Even they will give like some, some, some push pull with some shit. You know what I'm saying? All right, bet. He asked me about this. I'ma just laugh it off and play one. Remember, uh, Baby did the interview with was it Joe Budden? That was a while ago. Yeah, it was a minute ago, but it was like, yo, he didn't have to respect Joe Budden. Like whatever. It's like. I'm doing an interview and, and then my brand is right here. Like it's your brand. No, nah, like yeah. you you just low key tanked other interviews you could have got because they're gonna say, well, we don't want to bring him up here and piss him off. Or what are you gonna talk about? You're not gonna talk about shit. Even Yachty, the fact that Yachty is now talking, I feel like he has more fans than he ever had because it's not just when you you, re- you remember when Yachty QC early Yachty. Yeah, he had fans, but. Now people like him because of who he is. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And I feel like you got to take those opportunities to grow as a grow your brand personally. And I feel like that's where rap will fall off. That's where these niggas that want to do rock, yeah. they was calling it rock hop or, or hip rock. It will never be that, y'all. It's just rock. What that nigga is doing is rock. Tizo? Yeah. What he's doing is rock, y'all. It's not hip hop. And that's what I'm annoyed with. Stop trying to make everything, oh, I'm actually doing a, a new genre. No, you're not. And I don't think he was You're doing that. hip-hop. I don't think he would. No, hold on, wait. Rock. I'm sorry. Rock. I don't or, like, you know what I mean. You're doing either hip-hop or rock. But you know where that comes from. That comes from every, anything black people do just gets put in the same category. Because I don't even think he would call what he does regular hip-hop. No, I think it's rock. Yeah. It's something new. It's like we all thought hip-hop because he was shouted out by a hip-hop nick. Yeah. Which is very just weird because, it, I mean, Drake be on groupy shit, so whatever. <laughs> but as far as the ET, ESTG thing and him saying, oh, we ain't talking about my music. What are you talking about in your music, bro? Because if you talk too much about what you talk about in your music, then oh, you don't know shit about that. You know? 
How do you expect? What are you hitting the nigga? Because they got on Adam Twenty Two for talking street shit. You know. So you don't want to be the the dude, the white boy that's asking a dude about all of this street shit. He gonna say, you know, what I'm saying, they could they could cut, they could say you want some Adam Twenty Two, yeah, looking for shit. So I feel like him asking you about your highlight tape. You couldn't answer a question about your highlight tape, bro. You want him to talk about your music, but what do you even talk about in your music? But Terrence, that's the thing. You gotta look at the clip of when they asked the nigga about his music. He said you got a lot of songs coming out. That seemed like you always got a record coming out. Tell us about the music you got coming. And he just did said the most driest shit ever. It's like, you know what? Remember when remember when Ebro just stopped the interview with Kodak? Yeah. Because it's like, this is going nowhere. And at the end of the day, we have a platform. KF's not that big yet. I mean, like, he's he definitely got a, a large audience, but he wouldn't kick you. He didn't kick you out level yet. He not hot 97 level yet. Nah, yeah. He probably still want to get some some folks on there. And we I mean, hey, look, we're not capping for him. We just saying, look, there's right is right and wrong is wrong. You missed the opportunity to do something that would have been dope like you've never done before. Yeah, if we had footage, And it would have taken no street credit from the nigga. Nah. And if we had footage of him actually asking you like weird questions, that'd be one thing. But it's just like... It is, though. Well, we didn't get the full interview. And honestly, that's what the interview... That's what the nigga gonna do. That's his platform. He's gonna ask you weird shit. As far as like the Bobby Altoff chick and this new age of like interviewing and stuff like that, it is definitely getting much more away from the music. You saying people like Yachty because of Yachty's music more because of who he is is also telling. Because mm-hmm. you also have people who are like who somebody is so much that they'll like anything they do. You know? Mm-hmm. You like this dude so much that he could put out anything and you'll support it. And you like this person so much that when you see others criticize, you feel like they hating or they attacking. And it's my thing. I use this as an example all the time. Y'all have no cut cards for the WNBA. None. I watch you niggas with no hezzy shit on the WNBA. You're not thinking about who likes the WNBA. And it's a great example. Because look, all of you niggas are probably sucking your teeth. You're probably pissed off or whatever. Fuck the WNBA. But when somebody talks like that about something you like, you're quick to call them a hater. You're quick to say bad take. You're quick to talk about how, wow, what the fuck is a big deal? Why the fuck are you so worried about it? But are you really paying attention to yourself? Some of y'all niggas out there. This nigga, and don't take no offense to this, y'all, because I know we got folks that watch anime that watch this. This nigga said, under the, and I'm under, I'm under them posts. First and foremost, let me just say, I've been talking shit about my Mystics playing at Aces. We got smoked. I don't know if you saw that. Asia Wilson, Asia Wilson put up her career high, 40 points on us. <laughs> it's like she heard me talking shit or some shit. But she the best in the league, ain't she? That's the MVP. That's the MVP. That is DW. The LeBron of that league. Fuck everybody when they talk. Brianna Stewart. All right. All, all right. that. Whatever. We know who runs the W. Even though they have a million stars on their team. When I'm under them comments and I'm looking down there, I seen this one dude who says something like, who gives a fuck? Or what the... Or, or, or who, who is this? Who the fuck is this? Why, do, why, even, why even get back to the kitchen? All of that shit, right? Go to his page. This nigga got Dragon Ball Z and Jet shit, right? If I said, who gives a fuck about Dragon Ball Z... You would probably talk about all the fans they got, all the episodes, and how the community's big, and all of that, right? You'd be feeling attacked. It's some of y'all right now that love Dragon Ball Z. If I said, yo, fuck Dragon Ball Z, yeah, what the fuck? Who the fuck watches that? How would y'all feel? Like, you would feel like, damn, but some of you are so unhinged on the shit that you don't like. And that's the culture we live in. If you like some shit, mm-hmm. you will go to battle for that shit. 
Yeah. But also, if you don't like some shit, you will completely disregard it. Roddy Rich, when he came out with that song, and it was just a snippet, everybody was calling it mid. I put on everything. They didn't even listen to the song. Y'all just called it mid. And it speaks to how if you don't fuck with it, you can say fuck it. You will not give a fuck. But as soon as somebody talks about your fave, the Nicki Minaj fans, Cardi B fans, they hell. Uh, future fans, we can be hell. J. Cole, J. Cole we can be hell. Beyonce, Drake, we can be hell. Beyonce fans are the absolute worst fan base. How? Y'all don't hold Beyonce accountable at all. Yes, at we all. do. I didn't like that shit she did with Lizzo. And I got to keep it 100. What did she do with Lizzo? She said, I love you, Lizzo. Shout out to Lizzo or someone on the, on the stage. And everybody, you know, oh, you know what the Beyonce fans were saying? Beyonce, why you do this? You never get out and you never do shit like this. First of all, the case is still fresh. Why would you come out and say, you, I love you, Lizzo? This girl, if she's guilty, now you look like you supporting her. And what do all the pages say? Beyonce comes out in support of Lizzo. And that's my thing. Beyonce probably had some backup dancers say, she was rude to us, she. And Beyonce probably, that shit probably struck a chord. I don't know what them bitches doing. Lizzo, don't give a fuck about them bitches. You know what? Do you want to open up for my tour in D.C.? Terrence, see, you were about to be fucked sick. up. That's fucked What's Lizzo's up? song? Or whatever. In a minute, I'ma need a something, 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 something to pump me up. Ooh, and Beyonce go on stage and they do it together. Why men great till they gotta be great? What'd she say? Yeah. Lizzo got some joints. Come on. She got some joints for Target. <laughs> the joint where you said, do I wanna get these uh these good gathers or do I wanna get <laughs> good the, and gather? Do I wanna get the good and gather? <laughs> I wanna save. Market, market pantry. <laughs> market pantry or good and gal. Hey, fellas. <laughs> I feel like that's two different things. If you need to go set a white tees and you don't feel like waiting on Amazon, go to, go to uh, Target and get the Goodfellow uh, joint. Man, I think Goodfellow tees are, y'all got it. It's, look, it's a step past undershirt. Goodfellow tees not better than them Hanes Slim Hell Fit. No. Get the Hanes, no. Get the Hanes Slim Fit. They cost more than the Goodfellas. If you want a black box, uh, they $20. If you want a translucent tee. You put that joint on, you can put see your whole anatomy. Go ahead and get that. It's going to be... You took that picture yourself? Nah, A-Train took this pic. On her... Uh... That's a dope-ass Man, background. I love it, man. I love it. And you set it up yourself? You ain't see when she posted this on her story? Mm-mm. Man, I love it. That's fire. And it, how it goes behind it? Yeah. But uh, yeah. back to what I was saying about the... Uh, what was I saying? The Beyonce fans. The worst fan base. Why are we the worst fan base, though? Because what happened? Beyonce will mess up in a performance. And oh my God, did you see how she was able to get back on her feet? Did you see how she was able to? Oh, look, and they tried to say that she was adding to her show. Beyonce got up there and was she like. She did a misstep. She was walking different Beyonce from her Beyonce, a forgetter words. Oh, oh. Um. <laughs> Damn, no, she no, got that. top. She does And they'll say, look at the queen. A slight stumble and still got back. But with somebody else. Like Rihanna when she did the Super Bowl performance. All of this hate from Tance, we didn't say Beyonce fan. Are you kidding me? Tance, this is what happened. I couldn't and even come on here and give a good review for the Super Bowl joint because you said, um, um, I mean, it really wasn't a performance. Tance, I mean, it really wasn't. Y'all gave y'all before y'all gave y'all recaps like this looking at us. Look, it was a good performance. And what do you it's like, damn, we chilling. No, nah, you wasn't because you had you had smoke. You had smoke. It even wasn't after, that great. It wasn't I called that great. him. Look, after y'all, I called him and this nigga's like. I'm like, you didn't <laughs> like the performance? Of course. That shit was all right. But long story less long, it, the fan fandom and being a fan of shit. I actually had a little tweet that did a little bit of numbers that I realized it didn't do as many numbers because it's going to hit a lot of chords with people. 
or it's going to strike a lot of chords with people. But I was like, yo, y'all really don't think for yourself these days. Nobody does, it seems like. A lot of you are waiting for your favorite artist or favorite actor or favorite celebrity or social and media influencer to say, hey, y'all, you know, we on, we're doing this now. We're not drinking. Look, we're not drinking almond milk no more. Fuck y'all. We drinking Bisquick, chocolate milk. You niggas will be out here. Yeah, you know, we got the Bisquick. You know, I'm on Bisquick. And you acting like you fucked with it. Like you're acting like you have taste. Like, you actually were in the store somewhere and saw, you know what I'm saying, you went out to the store and you saw Amiri on the shelf and you, you decided to wear it. All of you niggas that wear Amiri right now, I'm challenging all of you. All of you niggas that wear Amiri, say that you wear it for yourself and that you didn't wear it because another nigga told you to get Because baby said... All you niggas that got chrome heart, say right now that you wear it because you saw it in a fashion magazine, or you saw it on a shelf, and you're wearing it because you wanted to wear it. Balenciaga, you're yeah. wearing it because you wanted to wear it, or you saw somebody else with it. It's cool. And that's why I love You don't got to keep it real with me. Look in the mirror and keep it real with yourself. And that's why um, these, uh, what's them bracelets I was just talking about? Van Cleek. And Van Cleek bracelets is going crazy right now because that's like the new thing that everybody's going to win. Mm -hmm. Did y'all look at y'all was looking on the shelf? It does, but you got to think about it, Terrence, because sometimes it is a trend. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes, We've gotten away from fashion trend though, but sometimes no, no, I would say we still we still follow trends like the. Well, we do. The graphic tees came yeah. and went away, and yeah. then they came back. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And look, those are the those, that is like the that's like the natural flow. What is the thing in 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 Finding Nemo? That's that. The EAC, the East Atlantic Curve, the East Atlantic Curve. The hold on, Kukachu, but back to the big what? The EAC, the EAC is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's like that. Like, the world is going to move in a way. I'm not shitting on people who might say, yo, people wearing graphic tees, I'm going to get a graphic tee. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who will literally go and get something that their favorite artist is wearing. Or your favorite, you got people who get real cocky, too. Like, people didn't like us talking about the nigga from the last podcast. Remember the, the nigga that was wearing whatever? Mm -hmm. And those are the niggas that I'm talking about. Like, we know you, we know we can tell who you a fan of by the shit that you like. And, like, those are people I'm talking about. Not people, like, but like this. You could say that I follow a trend, but point to the nigga that, that trend that I'm following. You know? That's true. And my thing is, I followed trends at a certain point, or I followed behind niggas at a certain point, and I wasn't afraid to say it. I didn't feel like I was in my feelings when niggas said it. I felt like there's people who follow other people and they do whatever people do, but as soon as you say, oh, you only doing that because you saw them do it, you get offended. Yeah. And it's like, what you getting offended for? You feel me? When I put- Cause that shit stings. Cause it stings. You like, you like the jellyfish. You done fell off the current. Now you got to deal with me. I mean, because the truth hurts sometimes, but like, it's nothing wrong with being inspired. But now we live in a day and age where inspiration is now fueled and followed by hate. When somebody else talk about it or don't like it. Yeah. Like y'all like this new dude, Tizo, and his music. And a lot of y'all are gassing it for the simple fact that Drake gave him a shout out. You feel me? And now other people criticizing, oh, bruh say, oh, y'all don't have taste or something like that. And it's like, what are we really talking about? Like, are we really talking about taste or are we talking about hype? Or are we talking about what he said is popping, so it's popping? Now, what happens when that person really does pop off? What do you mean? 
like Ice Spice. People hated on Ice Spice. You know what I'm saying? There was a lot of Ice Spice hating people say, oh, she's just an industry darling now. She's like a, people calling her industry plant. They called a girl Bobby an industry plant, um, which she definitely kind of, it's weird as fuck. You even the sexy, even sexy red. Even the, yeah. So, but when those people pop off, then it looks like they really was that. Some, but sometimes all it takes is a, is a certain cosine to get people to start backing you. And that's why I said we live in a different age now. We live in a different age now. Like people say the Drake stamp. Oh, he got a Drake stamp. Yo, the Drake stamp, let's keep it a hundo. The Drake stamp doesn't always mean quality. The Drake stamp just means a lot of more people are going are gonna to fuck with it. Oh, yeah, they got the great, the, this restaurant got the Drake stamp. So a bunch of people going to get in line for it, but the Drake stamp doesn't mean the restaurant food was good. But when has the Drake stamp not worked? And, you know, I, we talked about that. Like, uh, Drake stamp hasn't worked. Like, Block, Drake. Only thing I can think of is Block Boy JB. Just the one. I'll, I'll give you the most two recent Drake stamps. The Tizo dude, right? Mm-hmm. He got a Drake stamp. But when we went and listened to the music, we was all like, uh, the fuck is this? And look, it's no hate on bruh, because I can get it to not be for us. But also, I'm looking for Drake to give a stamp. We calling it a Drake stamp because we came from a J stamp. The J stamp. That was and the I initial, said this yeah. to Terrell. With J, J gave us quality. Rihanna. Yay. Fucking Yay. J. Cole. Yay. Look at Wayne. Gave us quality. Nikki. Drake. Feel me? Even look at who else did I name that I said gave us some quality. Um, you even got artists like Eminem who gave us 50 Cent. Yeah. Feel me? Like, I'm looking for Drake to do that. You put Sexy Red to headline your tour. It just lets me know, okay, you just low-key like a hype boy. You're just like for the hype. Okay, since Sexy Red is popping on TikTok and shit, she's going to go in front of your tour. Well, that's how I get the ladies. Same thing it's about with, selling tickets, though. Same thing with him and Ice Spice. Like, okay, so Ice Spice is cool with Nicki. Like, why is Ice Spice not on your, your tour? Like, there's no line to draw besides, oh, they popping, so now I'm fucking with you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And that's why I said when you say hip-hop is dead, it kind of is because, look, who's, even J. Cole, who are you passing a, a torch to? Who, who are our guys bringing in? Kendrick is bringing in Baby Keen. Who he's writing for. And they never let that go. I would never I'll never let it go. But you got J.I.D. Look, now this is And Dreamville is dope. This is what I say though about what you're saying. They don't have the star power that we These stamps don't always mean quality anymore. It just means hype. Hold on, wait though, because J.I.D. Would Drake have went and got sexy red out of the mud with no hype and put her on his tour? No. He did it with the city girls. No, he did not. Terrence, the City Girls was not really popping before Nice for What. They was, they was bubbling in the South, but I got a new bag. And that, 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 that stamp changed shit for the City Girls. Same thing with the Migos. But look at what I'm talking about. They had hype in the South. He puts them on their album. And now look at what the City Girls are doing now. But it's like... You're right. It but doesn't is- always mean quality. It just means, oh, they was hype. So now what about more them? hype. And then they go to be what? But what? Look, Drake has done that for a couple people that turned into quality though. Giveon, Giveon, Weekend, Migos, it's worked. People would say, "Oh, he gave your man a shot, Kendrick," because Drake put Kendrick on a uh, on one of his first tours. 
That's you, true. Right. That's true. He's a he's not a product of the Drizzy. But I to me, say he's a product of the Drizzy. Exactly. Absolutely not. Because all we have really seen is him taking advantage of other people's hype. Kendrick Lamar got hype. Bad. I'm gonna put him on the front of my tour. Every artist does that. But, but you know I'm saying? Say, yeah, that's helping. That's, Every artist does that. But now we at a point where, oh, that's the Drizzy stamp. Oh, that's the Drizzy stamp. Okay, well, now I look at the Drizzy stamp a little bit different now. Now I look at it like, okay, everybody's just fucking with it, so he's going to say he felt like the Bobby Altop chick, the Central C. Even Central C. Central C was, Central C is, was, was already popping. It was dope to see them link up because that, it's kind of like what you say about, like, Nicki and Cardi. It's the same thing. It's your same argument. About Cardi? I, you, yeah, about Cardi and Nicki, how you say they just wait for the hype shit and then hop on the hype track. Because I don't look at him getting with Central C as, oh, he was... I look at him like, yo, I have the biggest... I'm the biggest rapper in the game. Yeah. So me linking up with you is only going to take you to the next level. And it's kind of the same thing for Sexy Red or the same thing for this Tizo dude. I didn't even know Tizo who he was. I didn't even remember his part from the Travis Scott. Uh, he was... That was his part. On the end of... Uh, what was that? Was that Modern Jam? <laughs> remember. He was on Modern Jam. You remember that part? Something, 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 right, yeah. Then it goes back to the... Oh, yeah. That was his part. And I'm like, oh, if I would have known that was him, then I would have already known what I was going to get from his music. Right. I'm, I get it. And I'm not trying to be closed-minded with the music, y'all. I'm really not. I just feel like it just looks weird sometimes. Now it don't seem like people are saying, yo, this is the next, uh, this is the next quality that y'all haven't seen. It's, oh, y'all saw that quality, so I'm going to reach my hand out to what y'all already seen to take it to an even higher level. But what are you putting at this level? It's almost like me as an eagle taking a pigeon up this high. I'm taking them up this high. Look, y'all. And then when I let it go, there's no way that they would stay up here. But y'all saw her with me. That's why it's like, yo, it is a double play. Hey, yo, I can help you out. You're popping right now. Let's, let's take a pick. Let's do something. You're popping right now, though. Me, I'm popping. But, but I'm to a- stay popping, I'm going to get with who's popping. Then it's going to look like, y'all always read it like, oh, wow. So-and-so made it because they with Drake now. But Drake is in nowhere near the level of I need to stay popping. So I'll get with he's the first. Not, he's not. He's not. But also, he's a smart nigga. He'll take advantage of it. But that's what all the legacy acts do, except a few. He is a smart nigga, because I see what he's doing. Y'all don't have to admit it. I see exactly what you're doing now, Drake. The Bobby Altov shit. But Terrence, we didn't even know who that chick was until he did that interview. Like, she was a TikTok chick. Once, I would argue, once he... That's not, see, you can't use that one, because he sat down with her. Now we got Offset sitting down with her. Mark Cuban sitting down with her. Y'all didn't sit down with this chick before, Drake. Well, the reason why I bring the Bobby Altoff situation up is because he unfollowed her. The, the, and look, now the interview is down. So what was that? So what was that? You know? That's my only thing. Like, what are we looking at these artists really do? Oh, uh, yeah. They were talking about how. We know he can make music. That's, that's without question. Did you see Drewski's coming out with an NBA sports? So he got a sports agency. A, a sports agency. I like that. I like it, but I'm like, all right, damn, I guess the lives that we're used to seeing, we're not seeing no more. What's wrong with that? Nothing wrong with that, but I'm like, damn, I've been expecting to see Drewski about to do his own 
comedy special, about to do his own. Oh, okay, yeah. You know, Drewski set to star in a lead film. And I get we got the writer's strike, but like, I'm expecting to see that. Drewski's getting ready to start a sports agency. Like, I feel like we got so many people that are doing everything but being what they want it to be. Well, would you, how would you feel about somebody? Because my retort to that would be maybe it's just him it's making money type like shit. like holding them back or boxing them in to, you sound like the niggas that didn't like the fact that Kanye was doing fashion. Because it sounds like, admit, it's kind of, that's exactly what niggas said about Kanye when he said, I'm about to be fashion. It's niggas that said, look, why don't you put a, think about Charlamagne, why don't you put an album out? Why don't you focus on that? Kanye put out five, six albums before he wanted to get into fashion. Kanye changed music already before he wanted to get into fashion. Drewski came out and said he looked up to the kings of comedy, right? So you make us believe that that's what you aspire to go and do. Nobody from a million miles away would have thought, oh, you about to go and start a sports agency. It's a great idea. If you, if you have money, you're looking for a place to invest. If it's one of those, I get it. But I'm just saying we are now seeing that, like, you are right about you that. You know what I'm saying? These artists don't... He haven't done much yeah. in his thing. But you know what, T? I think he's afraid, like I would be, of how fast motherfuckers' opinions change. We were just talking about Glorilla. He trying to, get, he trying to set his money up so that it's going to work for him when he's not, because he's not able. Because yeah. faster than before, you could just be an enemy of the world. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have it set up... Like me and T were just talking about Glorilla. And we was like... Since ever since Sexy Red hit the scene, right? Glorilla was talking that nasty shit, right? Yeah. Better have that dick ready type shit. Uh, oh, yeah. And it's funny because niggas will clip that. <laughs> niggas will clip that and yeah. cut all the context away. But um, oh shit, we no, no, you good, you good, you good. Um, but we were just talking about Glorilla and how she was talking that nasty shit. But now that Sexy Red has come out and people are starting to say. It seemed like Gorilla has just disappeared because now we got Sexy Red. That quick, it could switch for you. You know what I'm saying? It could, it could just switch, and then now you on the opposite end of the hype. Yeah. Look at Roddy. Like I hope Roddy set everything up for himself with the money that he got from that first album because now everybody hates you type shit. Nah, you're right. You're right, and I don't blame Drewski for starting a sports agency. I'm just saying we aren't seeing... So much passion in these fields anymore. Even, you know, I felt the same way about the film industry. Every actor has a big movie. Now, all of a sudden, you want to be a director. A director. And you got people like Robert De Niro who did... Robert De Niro, uh, Denzel Washington. uh, They did so much work before being a director. They had so much to bring to being a director because I put years in before. Like, yeah, what would make... Me want to sign to Drewski's talent agency or sports agency besides the fact that I know who he is. Why would I want to sign to him over a Rich Paul? Over a, like, nah, yeah. You know how they talk about skin in the game? Drewski don't even got that much skin in the comedy game. He can make us laugh on Instagram acting like other people. I'll say this. Drewski is the funniest person on the internet who acts like, Somebody else. Mm-hmm. But when you are yourself, are you really funny? I find Drewski's skits much funnier than when he's reacting to the could have been auditions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? 
because it's funny you're seeing you act like somebody else. That's why I'm like, you know what? There's so much potential for him as an entertainer mm-hmm. and that's- versus as a sports agency. Yeah. I think it's just a money play, but that just speaks to what I'm talking to y'all about, how we watch our we watch these stars do things that don't look like the trajectory that they used to. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? It, it looks like, okay, everything is done for money and hype. No, yeah. And honestly, he did look up, he did say he looked up the comedy. I was expecting for him to do a comedy special. A comedy special. But maybe not. Maybe not. Stand up is for a different beast. And that's the thing, too, because it's probably, and you know, I feel the same way about like Cardi not putting out another album because it's kind of smart because you do got to think about how motherfuckers think. How they'll flip. Because if his special, if your special not good, now you know there's a nigga that's not funny. Kevin Hart had one bad special that just started a snowball effect of people saying, this ain't funny. That's not funny. This is not funny. I'm not going to lie. He kind of fell off a little bit when it comes to like his, the way his thing kind of fizzed out. Like the whole I'm small, screaming, I got kids thing. It just kind of got a little old. So he kind of suffered there a little bit. But once people have an ick for you. That's true. And if I'm Drewski, I'm terrified of that. But you know what I be thinking about? We got people out here that have real talent. Victoria Monet. Did y'all see the video that she just put out? Victoria Monet? Uh-oh, what'd she do? The little, uh, uh, that I look. Fine, I look. Good. First of all, she paid homage to the South. Had the big t-shirts in the video. Go look at that video. The newest Victoria Monet video. Like, that's a real artist that everything she's put out since she came out has been good. Because she has that real talent. Look at LMA. LMA's album might not have did what the first album did, but when you go listen to it, she ain't, she ain't lacking in no, no talent. Even like, well, t- let's, even talk com- let's talk comedy. Dave Chappelle has got up there and low-key offended every group you could offend. Tans, you know. But his talent keeps him on stage. But that's like bringing up Michael Jordan or LeBron. Like, that's a complete anomaly. But that's Name the bad somebody thing. else. But that's the bad thing. We don't expect another Michael Jordan or LeBron no more. We don't expect people to have a natural talent anymore. Like you're saying Cardi B shouldn't put an album out. Why? Because we would finally see that she's not really that musically nah, because talented. I'm saying no. I, I, you know, I, I do agree. You got that women that say smart. Cardi is raps better than Nicki. I, I don't think. I think her. Or feature, that Cardi is one of the top. She she's all she always her feature run right now is low-key fire. She has been smoking shit all year. But what I will say is. It's not smart to put out a whole album because now you subject... If this is going to work for you, why not keep doing this? Why put out an album just for people to say, oh, this album wasn't good. Look at Kendrick. If you they can, saying that, but he just won Best Rap Album. The talent is there. He Fuck what the niggas best, say. He won Best Rap Album, but see, that's the thing right there. You lose money based on what the niggas will say. Nowadays, nowadays when motherfuckers don't like you on the TL, that shit changed your life. Look at Roddy Rich. That the TL niggas like to say, oh, it's just Twitter. No, it's not. That shit changed his, the whole trajectory of his career. That's because he paid attention to that shit. So, okay, so you put out an album, niggas trash, and what you just supposed to not to not look at LMA and boot up. She could have let that float. She could have let that float her career, but she had the talent to keep her career going. Once Jock Queets came out and stole my hit, basically took half off my hit. She could have let that bury her career, but she had the talent to keep it going. She put another hit out. Like, and now instead of saying, put another hit out, we just want to think about it. What you're doing for Roddy is you really low-key giving him an out. 
You basically saying, oh, whatever he do, y'all not going to like. Nah, if he put out something fire, people will like it. It just has to be fire. That's the bad thing. But Terrence, you even just said that the niggas didn't even listen to the snippet because people nowadays, they just, the way they think is, I'm going to just say fuck this. That's true. But you also know why niggas didn't listen to the snippet. Like I said, he let that shit get to him. Niggas, niggas definitely don't form opinions for their own. You're right. It's a dangerous field out there when they don't like you. I get it. But like, to me, especially with artists, comedians, singers, actors, your talent is, gonna, is what keeps you working. Your talent. Nah, for sure. You know? It ain't no reason Dave Chappelle can get up there and anybody else get up there and make them jokes but like Dave Chappelle. I was going to say this. This is something that I wanted to see. I don't know if you've seen that lady talking about it on the... Uh, she worked for some record label, record, record label or something. Some talent agency. She was like, talent does not matter. She was like, it's who you are. It's how you can connect with people. It's who will pay attention. And you got to think about it. You do make a good point about talent. I disagree with what she's saying. Terrence, think about Sexy Red. Is she talented? I wouldn't say she's talented. I wouldn't say a lot of these new acts... Whether it's artists, they're not really talented, bro. They just doing shit that connects with people. The Pound Town shit was just kind of like weirdly clever yeah. that it worked. Mm. The Ski Yeet joint, like, it's just work. It's not talent, but it's working. Because, Terrence, you know a lot of niggas that can rap. There's a lot of niggas under tweets that can really rap, but they just aren't really gripping people like that. Now, oh. you're right. I think the bad thing about what that lady is saying, though, is it's about... Basically, she's saying it's about hype. Yeah. And as a record label head, of course you're going to fucking say that. Because you want whatever is hype. That's like saying, whoever's everybody listening and checking into, that's what matters more. Of course, if I'm running a record label... But what I'm speaking to is, because think about it, what record labels can do. They give you a deal and then you're moved out of the way. You know how many niggas been signed to Epic? You know how many niggas been signed to Atlantic? You know how many niggas been signed to these record labels? Plenty. Not all of them are still signed because as a record label, we can move you in and out. You know how many niggas were signed to Clutch Sports and they're not anymore? Because we can move you in and out when your talent does not stick around. Yes. Let's pick up Sexy Red. Let's sign her right now. Guess what? Look at Glorilla. What y'all talking about Glorilla? Glorilla's talent has to keep her relevant. You have to put another hit out. You can't just say that because she haven't... Her last song that she put out was what? Tomorrow 2. No, it was the Slava Mana remix right that didn't do well. Okay, well look. All right, bet. You can't... Her just, last big song was Tomorrow 2. You can't say that she haven't been able to have no hits. I mean, you had the Cardi joint. You had the Fuck Nigga Free joint. You had some joints before that. Your talent is what keeps you around, and that's the biggest point. It ain't about what's going to get you signed. Because that lady sound like, you sound like you're talking about what's going to get an artist signed. You're right. You got to have more than just talent. You got to have some pool. You got to have a lot of things. But what we're starting to see is people can get all of the pool. They get all of the ears, but you don't see people giving a fuck about the talent. It's like, oh, she just got the hype. Let's put her in the front. Yeah. But when she gets in the front and she starts fumbling... All right, we got her going we back go, up. Yeah, we look at Glorilla and Sexy Red. Yeah, it's the like, yeah, it's a fake care for like we act like we're not talented or we act like we can't worry about talent. Like when you start talking about talent, it seems too much of a hard thing to bank on. Like you had to bank on J Cole and Kendrick's talent to keep them relevant after yep. we stamp you. 
Look at what Cole, Ye, Kendrick, all these people. Look what they went to do after they stamped. They put that. They put the. the they put the fucking the rock, chain. the rock chain on. What's the name's neck? They gave Kendrick the key to the West Coast. Right. Look what they went to do. You know what I'm saying? After them joints. But you know the world is different now, Terrence. The world different. Like niggas would not accept. To Pimp a Butterfly today. They didn't want to hear Mr. Morale for real. I feel like that's the most ridiculous statement ever. But Terrence, right. a fact. So you talk about these young niggas. Like, but Ter you but that don't take... You take... You acting like... I just feel like the way niggas talk crazy about To Pimp a Butterfly, like it's not one of the best albums of all time. And they've made it like, oh, if you're, if you're a white hip-hop fan, you'll say this is the best album. Like, hold up, y'all. This shit was so fire. A lot of niggas turned it on, didn't really listen to it, didn't get what they want, and so they dipped out of it. You know what I'm saying? Because now, niggas like Yeet and, and Cardi and these young niggas have changed shit to where you don't have, even though you Thug started it, you don't have to say any, it doesn't have to sound like anything. I'm going to piss a lot of y'all off with this. You, you've been a little on a little bit of a, a hot street. You a hot Cheeto-ass nigga. And you look like the nigga that sells them, boy. Oh, yeah. You got the... Uh, Terrence, you look just you like got Chester. The nigga with the, you got that. Chester shades. You look like Chester, boy. You really look like Chester. <laughs> How do I really look like Chester? You look like a nigga. That's like when a nigga said you look like somebody that they really look like. Fuck out of here, boy. You look like you came in here with a lunchbox like shit, boy. And Terrence, what do you look like, boy? <laughs> <laughs> it's funny he pulled a picture up. But look. What was that? You what said you was going to piss everybody off. Oh, all right, bet. A lot of y'all favorite rappers don't have a better album than To Pimp a Butterfly. Or, or Good Kid in Mad City. Or Damn. Let's keep it a hundo. Right? Let's put it right here. And me and Trey went back and forth. Your favorite... Oh, what about Kanye? That's the only one. Oh, my God. That's the only one that I would let you challenge. Because my beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy is perfect. But let's keep it a hundred. Did we not Good do... Good Kid Mad City... Drake don't have a better album than Good Kid, Bad City. And I this fought for Take Care. This is nigga that fought I for Take I, Care. I know, I know, I know. This is insanity. I know, I know. But let's keep it a hundo. Good Kid, Mad City. Drake doesn't have a better album than that. Tense. Uh, does Jay-Z have a better yes, album? Yes, he does. Than Good Kid, yes, Mad City? Yes, he does. He does. It's called The Blueprint. It's called Reasonable Doubt. You're saying shit that... See? You're saying shit now that's just ridiculous. I'm not going. I'm not going to look. Damn, to Pimp a Butterfly. Look at those. He has an work. elite body look at those of three albums. Your favorite artist does not have three albums that can compete. It's over with. Okay, yeah, you had one album that's better than this, but what about this one? Okay, bet you're gone. Like Drake, you're not talking to Kendrick when you're talking about. Why not? Like that. Why not? Why not? Tess, you can really piss me off. Drake don't and I love have, both these niggas. Drake don't have no albums I got another, close to Good Kid, Mad City. No albums close to Damn. No albums Terrence, close to... I have a Nothing Was The Same. I have a Take Care. And then I also have Views. Terrell, do you really think any of those albums touch Damn, Good Kid, Mad City, or Tabemba Butterfly? Yes. Those three? I would take... So look, you got Good Kid, Mad City, Tabemba Butterfly. Those are, two, those are two of my favorite. Then you got Damn, which is I think is his best album that he's ever done. Because it's front to back. Uh, and back to front. Drake has... Nothing was the same. Not better than any three Fire. albums. Fire. That's, not all, than that's any debatable, of three Terrence. That's debatable. Nothing was the you same. You want to know why it's debatable? Because then, take everything is fucking debatable. Everything. everything is subjective. Go ahead. Drake can do more than what Kendrick can do. And that is exactly why I won't argue with you niggas. Because when I talked about Eminem, 
And, and I'm not talking Cole, about. I know. I know. I'm not talking about numbers. So see, that's, but you're talking about I abilities said, now. Drake can do more than what Kendrick. But can just do. because Drake can sing, he can rap, he can play the piano, he can tap dance and do all that on his album, that doesn't mean that nothing was the same. Is anywhere close to Good Kid, Man City? I'm sorry. Go it back and listen on what to, you value. It depends on what you value. Look, it depends on what you value, right? And a lot of you niggas don't value real hip hop. You value what you can bob your head to. You. And that's exactly why I was picking Take Care over Good Kid, Mad City at a young age. Because I could have more fun with Take Care. But Terrence, you'll be Good Kid, Mad City, I had to grow to learn, yo, this is hip hop fucking gold right here. But see, you see what you say, you don't feel that way about new artists that are just rapidly rap, boom, boom, bap. Yes, you want to hear the rob you, you want to hear the bob your head shit now because that's where the market has gone. The market has gone away from that. That's a time. That's why I said to Pippa Butterfly would not work today. Look at what they tried to tear. They tried. You're tripping. Tear, listen, they tried to tear down. Nobody. It's, Mr. It's, Morale. It was just too good. But niggas to this day will say, yeah, that's one of Kendrick's worst albums. Niggas are niggas. And are, it's like, this is the most elite level of him. But this, this is the most elite level of this. Of hip hop. But Terrence, you also a fan of that nigga. Of, uh, of Kendrick? Yes. So you also have bias. Y'all favorite artists, I don't give a fuck what y'all say. Y'all favorite artists are not putting out anything on the level of Good Kid, what Mad my... City right now. Like, you're trying to say that Good Kid, Mad City wouldn't have worked right now. Are you kidding me? I did you said, see no, what, Terrence, I said did you see what J.I.D. just did on his last album? That was, that was hip-hop. That was Good, that good was Kid, Highway Mad City. That was Highway Robbery that he didn't get nominated for Best Hip-Hop Album last year. It was yet. Highway Robbery. J.I.D., that's one of them ones. You see who they nominated over J.I.D.? Jack Harlow. Because, Troy, why are we acting like that wasn't complete fucking bullshit? It was, but I'm just letting you know that so the way that it's valued... Jack Harlow's album was better than J.I.D.'s album? It was 100% not. It was 100% not. Right. I'm just letting you know how... When you introspective, it don't go for... Larry June got one of the best albums of the year. But it's not... I'm going to kill a nigga too. And nigga, it's not... Good Kid, Mad City. Stop it. Terrence, I did not say Good Kid, Mad City wouldn't work today. I said to Pimple Butterfly. Niggas would not like to hear uh, for free. Or they would not like to hear. They, a lot of niggas can't even understand a Wesley's theory. They just think, what is this 70 sound and shit? That's because niggas don't appreciate real hip hop. Unless yeah. it's a nigga they like because Yachty did the 70 shit and they think that's the best album of the fucking year. And he wasn't really saying shit. It really depends. He was the worst part of his album. It, it all depends on what you like and who, like you said, we're going back to the same shit because we can rap on the whole thing. If they like who you are, then that changes shit. And if you get too up, niggas want to see you come back down. Niggas don't want you to get here. They want you to stay right here. And that's true. Like if me and you start making a little bit more money, right? Or we, let's say we get millions of followers. Shit will change for us in a way we've never experienced before. Because we've always been surface level. We don't even have to change. But niggas starting to see you up. Like now you could get a Lambo or now you could get this. Kasanat was a nigga that was on YouTube and everybody loved it. We all loved him. As yeah. soon as this nigga got up and got a Miri and got two Lambos, now nigga said, oh, only 17-year-olds find that shit funny. Like, you see where the hate just comes after the success? Yeah. Because when he was a young nigga doing the same shit. But also, there's new people who don't know who you are, and they're like, who the fuck is he? Oh, I don't know why people find him funny. I get it. That like, is true. New, new, new things come with new hype. I think what I'm saying about Kendrick Lamar's albums and hip-hop is me speaking on the talent aspect of shit. His talent... Is generational like LeBron James. And that's what we don't want to admit. 
Kendrick Lamar's talent is gen- generational, like a Michael Jordan. This nigga's, I, this nigga's thirsty. <laughs> I will admit that. His talent is generational. It's generational, like LeBron James and Michael Jordan, and we don't see it. Like, we don't really see it like that. That's why I told Terrell, like, stop talking to me about... I don't want to disrespect. Yeah. I just... When we talk about albums, y'all going to have a hard time going against me and Kendrick. No, we won't. Because those albums are legit hip-hop. What about... Okay, what about M? We, just, we had this conversation earlier. What about M? And I, I don't want to do this because we need to finish. I told Terrell... Eminem does not have an album touching Good Kid, Mad City. That's not true. He that's does not, not have a, a single album touching it. And for y'all that's going to try to talk about numbers and record sales. We're not talking about that. It ain't that. But you know, a lot of people will say, are you kidding me? Curtain Call 2 sold that's the hit this album. many. Let the me tell Eminem you. show. Marshmallow's LP. Terrell. Those albums. Terrence, you not giving. See, you just such a biased nigga. Good Kid, that. Mad City, more than just a collection of songs. Every fucking so song. So is the Eminem album. It's literally like a piece of the nigga's life. It's not better it's, than Good Kid, Mad City. Okay, so reasonable doubt. Reasonable, reasonable doubt is better than what? Good Kid, Mad City. Easy. And Kendrick would tell you it is. Come on, bro. You got Friend of Foe on the album. You got The Evils on the album. You have um, Can I Live, Terrence. I'm going to slash, I'm going to smash this table. That album, that album, Terrence. I, maybe it's because, and y'all going to say, yep, that's it. I have a movie background. I can't see Reasonable Doubt. I can see Good Kid, Mad City. I can I see it. Damn. I can see it. Now, I will tell you this. Kendrick is a little bit more, or has been, I would say he learned a little bit from Jay. And some of his predecessors, Tupac. And that's why he got the West Coast. Thing because they said, okay, this is the next coming of what we started. Pac. Think about Tupac on checkout time. Think about Tupac. That 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 shit that you love, the scene shit, he got it from Pac. I ain't saying that he ain't getting inspiration from nobody. Would you say that shit is better than um He about to try to say an album that's gonna make me disrespectful if I say yeah. Would you say that shit was better than Tupac um double disc? No. Because think about it. The same Hip hop royalty. Hip hop royalty. Think about checkout time. We gotta go. Come on, y'all. We gotta <laughs> go. The way that drink. Terrell, come on. Terrence, Good Kid Man City was a lot different than. But Terrence, think about how it starts. It starts with them saying, yo, what time is it? Hey, any time for us to roll? And him saying, come on. Hey, look. Man, my nigga, if we get ready to get out of here, because it's checkout time, like, we get ready to roll. And then he start rapping. Like, it's a skit kind in the beginning. Kendrick learned a lot. That's why to Pippa Butterfly, the nigga gave homage to uh, Tupac. At the end of the uh, album, this nigga Kendrick said, look, I got the bun in my mouth. Usually, I, what'd he say? He said, uh, usually, go listen to the art of peer pressure. And you'll see that nigga low key. I'm so sorry. This is dick riding. Terrell, you know what's funny? Go look at, the, go look at our, uh, go look at our, which is better? I smoked you. <laughs> oh, damn. Well, <laughs> the bad thing is you can literally see Terrell. Terrell, you opened my eyes a lot to that album in that video. In that video, when, 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 they, when you listen to Art of Peer Pressure, and rest in peace to the witches better, because we used to really break down my album versus your album. Like, nah, yeah. it was really breaking. You was breaking down albums. I broke down the entire 
My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy Not yet. That's in a, a long-ass video. Now we just be like, shut up, nigga. Yeah. I'm playing this song. <laughs> and like, you see how the times have changed. The talent changed. That's what you don't get. Chance, you, we just did. You views. keep saying the times change, but the talent has changed. We don't have a Kendrick Lamar, a Drake, and a J. Cole that all flooded the industry right when we saw the greats Wayne and them leave. We don't have that. So much so that the greats that were there still have their space. Jay yeah, and Wayne and Kanye and them started to lose space. This nigga Kanye was panicking with Drake. Came he out. was. He was. He was literally panicking. Because, and look how it made them competitive. We got Watch the Throne because of the pressure that these young niggas was putting out. Mm-hmm. Like, we don't have that pressure. J. Cole don't feel like he need to say shit to these niggas. Because I know I'm better than you. He knows he'll smoke you. Same thing with Kendrick. I choose me. I'm sorry. There's nothing to compete for, me, for anymore. Drake don't give a fuck. He don't give a fuck. He don't. Like these, these, these artists, they are so high up and they still have the same. I still live in the same neighborhood. There's no Same pressure. place. There's no type of movement in this part of There's my There's no hood. pressure. I own the block. That's true. Wayne had to go ahead and let Drake go. He had to. J, J. Cole took off. Wayne was featuring on Nicki songs. Wayne was featuring on Drake. Wayne was featuring. And of course he had his bullshit. But like everybody had their heyday and we saw somebody else come. Y'all, I'm asking y'all right now. Who? Who's here? Travis Scott? Travis Scott is still... Look, Lil Uzi just did 156K, but he did he, the Chop Suey remix, kid? No. Really we bad. don't have anybody that's stepping up and saying, yo, hip-hop, that's mine. We got everybody coming up and saying, hey, yo, I'm doing hip-hop, but hold up. I'm also doing some other shit. What did, remember, who else came? Who, somebody just came out and said, I'm doing a, I got a new album coming out. It's all new shit. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, you made a good point, but we got to get out of here because it's getting late. Movie suggestion of the week. And we're going to wrap it up and stand by like that. Everybody that sent me course of action, I promise you, promise you, promise you. You don't want, let's do two, two course of action, man. Right. We got some tizzy. We not, Terrence, no. I don't want to short any of these course of action, bro. <laughs> not yet. Mimi's still kicking. She's still around. She just, we just can't, mm-hmm. you just can't mm-hmm. see her in the, uh. I'll put her up on this table. Terrence, now you just, this, you know you didn't come from black folks. What would your mother say about this? I'm not eating on this table. You do eat on this table <laughs> sometimes. This is why you can't trust everybody cooking because you Sweet got. Sweet baby, you're covering my barbecue sauce. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna do movie suggestion. We're gonna roll T because I don't want to short these. Uh... Okay, what's the name? You shouldn't have been rapping about Kendrick. How about that? These Thank- motherfuckers talking about Michael Orr and Kendrick. They falling off. <laughs> <laughs> uh, movie suggestion of the week. My movie suggestion of the week is gonna be called The Edge of Tomorrow. Featuring uh, Tom Ooh, Cruise. Yes, that's a great movie. It's a fucking great movie. It's on, it's, it's on HBO Max. Oh, sorry. It's on Max. It's no longer HBO Max. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's on HBO. HBO's app, Max. Sorry. Thanks, HBO, for that. Uh, but you got Tom Cruise. What's my shorty's name that was just in uh, off Oppenheimer? Emily, Emily Blunt. Blunt. Just a fucking great movie. It's, future, it's a futuristic movie. It's like a soldier who continuously relives the same day. It's like Groundhog Day in a way. But he's a soldier. He keeps fighting the same battle. It's so dope. It's a sci-fi thriller. Check it out. And of course, y'all know I'm watching uh, The Sopranos. So if you ever want to hop on that wave, I mean, it's on HBO as well. I mean, that's that's mm. great. You know, I done had some tough days in this joint. I ain't going to lie. This past week, just been falling under the weather, you know, a little bit. But it's nothing crazy. It's just the same thing. Went to the doctor and got checked up. But I'm telling you, I've been watching Sopranos. And I've just been checking out certain things. 
uh, getting back on the right foot. Damn, I should have talked about that. The doctors. But, uh, yeah, edge of, The Edge of Tomorrow is on Max. Check that out. My movie suggestion of the week is going to be... Um, this nigga is literally on the on the. Terrence, hold on, wait, hold on, wait, hold on, wait. Because I'm trying to remember what I said my movie just was gonna be. You fucked me up with the whole what's the name joint. Oh, it's this joint called Fatal. You heard about that joint? Mm-mm. Is that the one with Michael Michael Ealy, Ealy and uh, Hillary Swank? Oh, I seen it. That joint is is all right. Fatal it's, Attraction, right? It's like a Fatal Attraction type film. Watch it with your lady, fellas. If your girl just needs some shit to watch, or if you want to watch something that your girl will enjoy. I watched that joint. I didn't watch it with my girl. I watched it with my son at 6 a.m. Fuck it. We're going to put on this Michael Ely joint. <laughs> <laughs> look nah, at Michael Ely walking around. You can't even call him his name in the mo- movie. You know his name is Nick in the movie, but we like, look at Michael Ely getting yeah, cheated look on. Look at Michael Ely. Come on. Run, Michael Ely. Run, Michael Ely. She and came you know and he... slapped Michael Ely and left. Because <laughs> Hillary Swank is the one that he's really in love with. He's really in love with Hillary Swank, but Brittany it keep coming up because you don't know this <laughs> actor's name. You know her actor's name. That's a bad thing about us. Yeah, but you know what, bro? I was I will say, having my son has changed my life in terms of like I'll be sitting there scrolling on my TL and I'll just have him there. And you know how Twitter is—you might just see some ass or fucking out of nowhere, yeah. and I'll see his eyes go to it, and I'm like, "Hey, oh. let me mute this motherfucker on this joint." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that shit. I'm telling that shit is the it's the craziest craziest like epiphany that I've, that I've had. I'm like, I have some disgusting shit on my phone that I would be ashamed. Yeah, I'd be able to see push back if people saw this. But all right, y'all, Patreon, if you're waiting for me to do AOT, like y'all just heard I got a new camera and I got a new tripod, please leave me alone. It's gonna, I'm back. I already watched episode one of season three, and I'm watching it in sub now because I could not find the season three in dub, and that shit is intense. And I'm going to say it on the podcast, something that I think we should do. Mm-hmm. I think we should watch Invincible second season the same way you watch an AOT. Oh, yeah. And do the reactions? 100%. Let's get it. Because we love Invincible. And I know people are going to be checking that out. Yeah, 100%. People are like, oh, no, you guys should watch Inuyasha. You guys should watch uh-huh. Jujutsu Kaisen. I have a bunch of, trust me, I got a bunch of shit that I have to watch. I saw this dope-ass anime, and I said, damn, what's the name of this joint? The name I said, well, huh? <laughs> what? <laughs> it looks sweet, though. Nah, I be liking the little joints. You ever seen like the movie joint be the girl in the sky? Mm-hmm. My girl, I think my girl like uh, Spirited Away. Spirited Away. I want to yeah, watch that. I want to see that one. I haven't seen that. Look, if you what? guys, if you guys are into that type of animation, I'm telling you, you should. What have I seen? The joint with the motorcycle. I saw that. That was dope. The joint that inspired Akira. Kanye. Akira. Yeah, That's I saw a classic. that. Yeah, that is a classic. You should get the movie poster. That would be a little dope. Huh? 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 I feel yeah. like that's every single <laughs> anime. Huh? 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 <gasps> It's Let's crazy. keep it on it. The animated, the 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 anime voice actors, they get in a bag. They be killing it. That's why people told me to watch in sub for season three. That was like, you gotta be you emotion. Season three. All right, and y'all. never forget anime niggas or anime folks. I used to watch and I have seen Berserk. So I'd like to say that I saw a real anime, yeah. A real anime. Berserk. That joint was that joint sounds like it was crazy. I ain't watching that shit yet. Y'all know that that joint go I'm nuts. Still trying to get over uh, AOT. Terrence, find a job so we get out of here. Hey, look, y'all. Make sure y'all um hold on, wait. Start it over. Nigga. The summer is coming to an end, but I don't think so. I think it's gonna stay warm. And I don't know. I'm still buying shit for the summer. Same. Y'all make sure y'all stay safe, man. Wear your mask if you go to the doctors. Them motherfuckers in there are sick.